2: Welcome to Jackass! It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass.
0: We're three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones.
1: Today we're doing something, again, interesting, because we, you know, Mm. like, we're just trying to, you know, go with the flow. We're doing... (laughs) speaking of flow Chris, <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that mikey i had the best flow there ever and you messed me up <laughs> no
0: i I'm, I'm speaking of flow is your your hair is uh it's 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 growing out there. eh? you're you're getting getting long getting a little shaggy i uh, haven't had time
1: know. to go get a haircut every time i finally have some time i call my haircut guy and he's like oh i'm doing this party or i'm doing this and i'm like what the hell man i just want to like get the sides done mm. i'm gonna do like a mohawk fro a frohawk
0: interesting Ooh. uh can't wait to see it on the podcast all
1: right <laughs> I'm just trying to do weird things for the entertainment value, you know,
0: (laughs) I see it. I see it. just
1: like speaking of entertainment value. We're doing uh, we're reviewing the old MTV Cribs episode uh, with the jackass characters came out October 21st of the year 2002. And uh, yeah, Yeah, I was was looking for a fun fact for the day, and I stumbled across a new fun fact website. Oh, interesting. This website is called Today in Terrorism.
0: Whoa. So they actually
1: document apparently all the terrorist attacks that happen every day. Um and and uh, this day there was a bombing Every of a bus day. in Israel. Holy shit! Yeah. So uh, I don't know oh. if I'm going to really use this site going forward. Boy. It was a little depressing. And, yeah. and
2: uh, no, no I'm, I'm,
1: yeah. But uh, it was the best I could find today. That's unfortunately, right. I think I think. And hey, if anybody wants to know what's well, going on in the terrorism world, you know, todayinterrorism.com.
0: Yeah, today in terrorism Is that maybe why your computer's <laughs> running a little bit slow? You're going to get a knock on your door from Edward Snowden oh. and his crew or something like that.
1: Fuck yeah! Well that'd be kind of cool. Fuck, it. You move me off. Into You're on to
2: something now, South America or something. <laughs>
0: You know, you can just do that yourself. You don't have Man. to wait for the NSA to do it for you.
2: <laughs> Chris setting the tone here for this episode because, uh, hey, if, if you want to be depressed, just look at some of these oh MTV God. cribs that we're about to enter today. And, uh, yeah, you'll you'll feel something. You'll feel a little tickle on the inside. Uh, yeah, this is a strange episode. I mean, like, we're going back into the world of MTV. This immediately reminded me of doing Viva La Bam, and it's got the attitude punk rock mm-hmm. yeah jump into your furniture wreck your kitchen table give your parents the figure it's mtv fuck yeah boys listen we're gonna visit staple crazy Stevo, and he says that's not the only pussy that's brought fleas into this apartment eh <laughs> <Huh? laughs> huh? yeah I, honestly man yeah I, I fucking hate MTV's presentation. This era of MTV is, is just it hard is something to go that back is so
0: specific to the era. I, I, I forgot I, about the energy. It's, it, it all got ruined for me when I watched, there was an episode of Tim and Eric that, that did, uh, that, that did like a spoof of MTV and they did it so well while highlighting all I of the little that. like cliches that MTV does. And you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I can watch MTV anymore. And from that moment on, I don't know that MTV <laughs> ever survived. They basically just got called <laughs> the fuck out.
1: It's it's kind of fucked up because when I'm wa- I'm watching this, I kind of like had this like I really knew sad you were realization. Fucking love it. That I no, but like I feel like I got trapped in that MTV era. I got fucking frosted tips right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a 90s like rap yeah, yeah. hoodie. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like the only thing I need is a Puka Shell, like Mikey said, it's eventually gonna happen. And uh yeah, and oh, you know, it's just weird. I was watching like the dark side or the uh the, the Woodstock 99 yeah. thing, and everyone's like, Man, this was such a bad era, it was disgusting, and da 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 and I was like I fucking love that time you know what I mean which is kind of like fucked and I'm like am I just this like washed up old fucking hag that's still living in the fucking 90s like well you'll you'll be happy
0: to know that it seems like it's making a resurgence (sighs) like I was looking at the demographics of our listeners and across all our social media platforms there's a decent chunk that are like 16 to 21 and I'm like how do you guys even know about jackass yeah like
1: it's definitely coming back around
0: It's it's becoming a thing. So Chris, you're gonna be. I'll be the king. I'll be like the
1: king of like the. (laughs) Exactly. I'll be like that old guy at the beer belly who's just like living in like the frat house. Back in
0: my uh, day, we could drink two (laughs) pints of Red Bull and not think twice about it.
2: Yeah, Mikey, how can you see the demographic in terms of like uh, ratio of uh, sausage to clamshell, or how's that
0: high sausage to clamshell ratio? You you may not be surprised to find out. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly more more female listeners than i would have expected or female okay. identifying
2: listeners yeah stay away from chris just word of advice just stay away from chris dude this is all i got going okay. for you man don't fucking throw <laughs> no, me in the shit. river like <laughs> sorry, sorry. no turn that around mikey edit that out uh Deal. chris is a great guy i've known him my whole life he definitely yep. won't do anything inappropriate on a no no date. no of course he or wouldn't. in any situation really yeah he's actually probably the most appropriate guy i've ever met yeah, and, uh, and, he, and, his, and his place, if
0: you're watching us on YouTube, is a lot cleaner than the likes oh, of Steve-O, yeah. which we're going to get introduced to in in, <sighs> in one true. of the most
2: uncomfortable Cribs interviews I've ever seen. Dude, oh my god. So, you're right, Mikey, let's launch right in. The first one, first up, 1,100 square feet, two bed, two baths, a skate ramp. I mean, it's got some good bones, but those chiffon curtains are so 1996 <laughs> just need to go. <laughs> hey, you know what? When Steve-O greets you, he also doesn't say hello when he opens the door. You know what steve says when he opens the fucking door?
1: Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah, dude. Uh, I, in poorly I, dude. enunciated Spanish, he also does call this the Casa de steve Yes. Sounds like something my dad would say.
0: Casa de steve The funniest thing about this is he has a look on his face that's like he didn't he forgot about this. First of all, let's say that he absolutely forgot about the Cribs crew coming to his house. I don't he even think he knew it was happening. He absolutely yeah, thought it was you. his drug dealer, and he he's like, "Yeah, dude, wait, why? Yo, why do you have a camera this time? This is crazy." And then he realized it was <laughs> fucking Cribs.
2: So he's got a roommate. Name is also Steve, and Johnny Knoxville's hanging out. He says, Hi, kids. Now, I can smell this house just by looking at it. There's <laughs> beer cans stacked mm-hmm. everywhere, carpet stains. I've smelled this house before. It just uh-huh. it smells like bros, dude.
0: It definitely smells like bros. It smells like what you would imagine his ah. roommate Steve smells like. His his roommate Steve looks like if Fred Durst had Kirby powers and sucked up Fred Durst to turn into <laughs> another version of Fred Durst. That's what this that's what Steve looks like. <laughs> the yeah, most I
2: like
0: and i saw him and i swear i saw him and i was like there's no way that's steve Schleinz. as in producer of five episodes of foxy lady steve Schleinz, as in 13 episodes producer of uh jc the barber steve Schleinz, the director of two episodes of killin and grillin and the movie balls girls is it that steve Schleinz that we're looking at right now and it was i have
2: no idea who it you're was talking about I've heard of none of those shows. He's a, le- he's a legend
1: in the underground scene. He's a legend. He got most of his motivation on his, uh, if you want to call it a bed, you know, when he was pounding those old uh, <laughs> turkey sandwiches. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? No. An old turkey sandwich. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, I was trying to roll with your thing and I just I'm- had no idea because I couldn't even think about who this guy might be. No, he's actually and, uh, I, I
0: was so confused. I, cause look, he's <laughs> Stevo's roommate. He has to be someone. I looked him up. He does have an IMDb page. He also runs a security company now. Uh, but all I know is is uh, uh, Balls Girls is a movie that I think I okay. want to do on this podcast at some point.
2: Hey, you know, speaking is of it balls,
1: like, though- it does it take place in Thailand. Oh, you tell me, Chris, You you've been there.
2: Yes,
0: yes, yes, it does. Oh, boy. Speaking of balls, no though, problem, guys, I plead the
2: fifth. we got to bring out the cheetah speedo here. And he does mention, Steve-O says, that I don't have a lot in there, despite what you may think. He's even got the small wiener tattoo on his arm. <laughs> I have a small wiener. He says he's all balls, which uh, I think is just a great visual. And I'm, I'm glad he put it into that context for it, he, for us. He really packaged that up nicely. No pun intended. Uh, he did. This solved the mystery that I've always had, which, you is, know, you yeah, always wonder. Okay.
1: You, like with, with that leopard bikini, you know, the balkini like it just you're like, there's no way that's there. You know, it's got it got to have some stuff. It just looked too, too legit. generous, like just too. Yeah, t- yeah exactly. And uh, now we know. Well, especially because we he always talks about
0: how he has a small dick and you see him in the balkini and you're like, I don't know about that, dude. You look pretty good to me.
2: Now, going back to the roommate for a second, Steve here, Steve Schleinz. Steve schles geez, sorry, don't want to disrespect director the guy Director of Balls here. Girls, director of Balls Girls, uh, yeah, he deserves he deserves deserves an Academy Award for that, uh, you know, that work. I'm sure. But speaking of safe sex, says Johnny Knoxville, why don't you show them the bedroom? Now, there's <laughs> something here I just want to I want to point out because then Steve, the camera pans to Steve, not Steve O, other Steve, roomy Steve, and he laughs as though he's failed to laugh at one of Johnny Knoxville's jokes before and has now been like Pavlog's dogged into laughing anytime Johnny (laughs) Knoxville says something that he perceives having a punchline. He He, he, he looks like he's been held hostage. He
0: wants to be cool to Johnny, but I think Johnny is giving this vibe the whole time. Like I felt being toured around steve-o's place i was uncomfortable i didn't want to touch anything in my immediate Ugh. workspace because i felt like i would get dirty just because i was also looking at steve living conditions like if we <laughs> haven't stressed this enough and by the way this video is out on youtube for free so you should definitely watch the episodes of cribs before listening to this but if you haven't seen it it is a it's filthy it's fucking filthy everywhere it like think about the worst college dorm you've ever seen or college room you've ever seen. I legitimately think this, this tops it. It's, it's disgusting. I, you don't think so? Not, not if you, no. not if
1: you spend some time in fucking Birmingham in England. Oh, when I okay. went to go visit my buddies out there that I met in Thailand randomly, I was like, Oh, I'll get a hotel. They're like, Oh, we got plenty of space there. I, I wish I got, hopefully I can find this picture. There was like, I think nine of us in one double bed and all on the floor and everything on the ground. They put some, oil down all over the couch that i was going to sleep on to make a slip and slide in the house no running toilets people were pissing and shitting out the windows it was the most fucked up thing i've ever been a part of in my entire life and i had mono the whole time i just did uh, fucking mdma (laughs) to fucking help me deal with the the circumstances
0: did you visit did you visit england in like the time of the black plague when people are just throwing their shit out the window how how is that a thing that
1: that would have been way better than this honestly it was the most fucked up thing i had a panic attack i got there i'm like i'm supposed to live like this for three days and then i end up getting a hotel the next day just so i could take a shower because no one had a shower people were just using baby wipes under their arms to fucking clean up before the bar that's fucking gross it was miserable yeah anyways
0: yeah no but but so okay so maybe you wouldn't be as uncomfortable i was uncomfortable and it was very clear johnny was uncomfortable but like johnny the star that he is it's very clear steve-o was hung over and not all there so johnny starts to like take over and do some of the interview (laughs) like hey why don't you show them this why don't you show them that the worst of it though is when they show steve-o's bathroom this, this oh God, legitimately made me want to
2: gag. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. It, it, Mike, you're, Mike, you're totally right, too, that the guys are basically getting paid to be hung over today. It's yes. asinine. Like, <laughs> yes. that's what's going on here. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. And we go out of that bathroom. We go into Steve's room. He was a Marine. So Knoxville naturally comments on the state of his poorly made bed. Uh, well, no, we the funny, the
0: funniest part about that is, is Steve O yeah. bigs him up. Steve O's like, listen, I get my room is shit, but like, wait till you see Steve's room. This place <laughs> yeah. is a master class in clean living. And, and he, we go in and I'm like, man i made like, my I think he said
1: you could bounce a quarter off can, his fucking the sheets, off sure. the sheets
0: as though it's like made Bull military shit. style and he doesn't yeah. even have a fucking box spring i don't think i think there's just a pile of a pile of like right. sheets on the floor and thank god johnny <laughs> brings it up like this is the neat freak this is the military man like what are you talking about and steve looks at johnny right? like i don't get what you're talking about this place is it's it's gorgeous
2: Yeah. I mean, they've got the, you know, obligatory skate ramp built into the corner of the house and kind of like the main hallway, I suppose, or whatever you want to call that. But it, it looks like it gets lots of use, especially telling from, you know, the overturned chair that's sitting right in the middle (laughs) of the ramp. (laughs) Um, I love that they had to like tilt the fridge at an angle to make room for it. I had to ask though, Chris, does, does Steve-O skate? I couldn't actually remember if he was a skater or not. I mean, got he grew up ramp, skateboarding so. and filming skateboarding, but the, how he got into this in
1: general is, like, he just realized he wasn't going to be good enough to be a professional skateboarder, but he wanted to hang around the skates, yeah. and so he started doing kind of stunts and filming them, etc. So, that's, that's kind of how he got into Big Brothers, just by doing stunts, but he always loved skateboarding and does skate and to this day skateboards, but
2: was never, like, going to be able to make it pro-pro, you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, yeah uh mikey any comments on the diet on steve diet here did you catch some of the items in the fridge this
0: is like you know chris you talked about not having a bathroom at your friend's place and not being able to shower um that would be rough for me as well but the idea of only having a diet made of hungry man and like frozen macaroni it, that started to give me anxiety i had to like go downstairs and drink a smoothie when i when i saw that i'm like i don't i don't understand
1: how you live like this He's either a cupcake boy it's cup, cupcake boy you don't remember that from Clueless? Remember we used to call each like, other Cupcake Boy? No. What are you
0: talking about? You don't remember <laughs> <laughs>
1: What the fuck? Remember, remember uh, Deontay or whatever his name was? But they they had like the, the 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 girl started dating that guy who's like uh and then He's like, oh, no, he's a cupcake boy. And they're like, what are you talking about? Uh, Remember, because the, the guy was gay and then oh, no, every, no one knew, but he was cupcake just like, boy.
0: oh, okay. Yeah, We yeah. should bring that back. Yeah. That feels friendly. Yeah, uh,
1: I, Well, it's a lot more family friendly <laughs> than the rest of them. You know what I mean? It's less harsh. Fair, it's fair. Gentle. Also, you know? who
0: doesn't love a cupcake? I
1: love a um,
0: exactly. cupcake, Exactly. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> though, that my biggest, my, my favorite moment in this interview that I think says everything you need to know about steve at this point in time, after they show the bathroom, there's a moment where you see steve kind of like. Almost like background of of the camera walks into the bathroom and just generally snot rockets in the vicinity of of the bathroom. Oh, dude, like yeah. not blows his oh. nose. He's just like. But th- what this means is he had the forethought to say it would be very rude to snot rocket just anywhere in my house. So let me do it in. The- I'll halfway poke my head through the door frame of the bathroom, still fully inside of the camera, like that he's thinking he's doing the right thing that's what i mean if he just thought snot rockets were, were were bad or sorry were totally okay he'd do it anywhere but he knows they're bad enough that he should hide them and his idea of hiding them is by leaning his head into the bathroom and just snot
2: rocketing on the fucking ground it's vile absolutely disgusting vile you know that immediately reminded me of too is that carelessness that just you know open the door and let her fly mentality i had a friend who was renting a place <laughs> where he had a furnace room just full of like the empties after drinking and he just literally just opened the door and chuck it in without even looking or a second thought and i <laughs> peeked my head in there you couldn't even fucking see the floor anymore it was like a ball pit made out of beer cans
0: that's you know what there are moments of that like that's better than the snot rocket i think just having like like that is such a like university mentality just put it behind a closed door and you don't see it anymore the thing is Steve's bathroom isn't even a closed door. It's just it's just a doorway leading to where his snot rockets compile. Yeah. It's gross.
2: Yeah, Knoxville has had enough, so he decides he's taking off. And hey, why don't you Knoxville over a bunch of cans on your way <laughs> hey, out? Why, don't you? hey, you hey. Uh Steveo invites uh, did I get the name right? Ryan Sinetti, skater. Ryan Sinetti. I don't know. Uh, Funny. uh, it's, uh, 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 Ryan Simonetti, Simonetti. I was fucking close Cinnabon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, so he comes over, he wrecks Steve-O's premium 27 inch CRT television. Man, <laughs> let one of those fall on your ankle. That'll break it real quick. Yeah. Jay, you mentioned um, last
0: week that you just got a new TV. Are you jealous of this one?
2: Yeah. I was kind of thinking it wouldn't be so bad to go back to those days. You know, I miss that, uh, familiar whine, that high pitch, uh, whatever frequency that is a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I should just buy a speaker that just emits that all day be, be like my <laughs> childhood all over again. But listen, like, at this point in the interview, we're almost done with Steve-O, but I'm kind of getting this, like, hey, what the fuck, Cribs? You're still here. Why? Um, he he's almost like he forgot there was cameras in his face, so he decides, well, fuck it, let's just put Tabasco in my eyes, I guess that'll get rid of him Yeah, uh, it just it just straight left turn here. I don't know. Tabasco in so. the
0: eyes, jumping over banisters, skateboarding into things. At least someone used the ramp; that's kind of cool. And then yeah. and then they just kind of take like you know I, I'll look. Listen, I'm a simple man. If you want to yeah. throw Tabasco in your eyes. I'll watch it and I won't complain. I'll always do that. So good on Stevo for entertaining. But it's it is funny, yeah, when Johnny took his leave of absence. He's like, "Thank God there's a skateboarder here. I'm getting the fuck out of here." He didn't want anything to do with it. So they go up to the up to the roof. Did you guys notice who we see on the roof of this yeah. place? Nick Dunlap. Nick Dunlap, the uh his his and, manager. And uh, Manny was there, a Manny young Manny was there. Was oh, there. What the oh, fuck yeah. was Manny doing here? That was hilarious. <laughs> I th- I always yeah. thought that Manny is like more amphibian than human. Like he can't live too far away from the water. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So like you can't live in, in an urban setting. What are you
1: doing, Manny? But yeah. he, there was a rooftop pool. So that's kind of why he was able to adapt to be there. Well,
0: do you think he was sitting by the pool? Cause he's like, uh, he's like, uh, Daryl Hannah from, from, uh, that mermaid movie where where she has to have like water on her otherwise she'll she'll turn into uh her, her mermaid legs or like turn or, or her legs will turn back some, into mermaid yeah, legs or something like some, some, he has yeah, to be like close that, enough to water that he he can maintain his <laughs> like case of emergency. animal agency about him yeah
1: i feel like he's closer to that that animal that the that the uh that gets fall in love with what's that movie uh, that won the Oscar or whatever? Oh, you know where the, the shape uh, the of fish? water, shape of water, shape of water. I feel like he's closer to that shape <laughs> of water creature than a human being. The
0: only two things I remember about Shape of Water: one, girl fucks a fish and won an Oscar for it. Two, oh yeah, <laughs> Michael Shannon corners two people in the bathroom and and gives them a lecture on why some people wash their hands before they pee and some people I've wash never, their hands. I've after never they not pee.
1: washed my hands. Like, I always wash my hands before I pee now, ever since watching that. It's,
0: I think about it all the time. And and so viscerally, he unwraps a candy and eats it after peeing. And I'm like, what is wrong? Michael Shannon can't help but play the creepiest fucking dudes in everything he does. Ever. He's either whipping himself in the back in Boardwalk Empire, getting his neck snapped by Superman in, in Man of Steel, or telling people why they shouldn't wash their hands after they pee in, in Shape of Water.
2: Well, man. Uh, only in America you can win an Emmy for fucking a fish That's it. <laughs> only in America uh, last point on the Steve-O thing you guys notice that when he goes up there he says this is my roof Steve-O it's not your roof it's clearly just the community owned apartment building roof with a yes. community pool on there and some community lawn chairs to sit on I'm sure nobody no other residents will want to go anywhere near there if those boys are That's up exactly there be what I was saying. Well, what yeah they're probably pissing and shitting all over the place snot rockets you name it Uh, but we got to move on from Steve-O. I'm starting to feel a little dirty. I feel like I got to take a shower after that. So next up, 40, fuck me. I can't talk today. 4,800. How about that? Square feet, four bed, two and a half baths, seven foot mini ramp, one Sasquatch in a cheeseburger (laughs) t-shirt. It's Westchester PA, baby. Bam's parents house. And, uh... The first thing we get is Bam just inviting you in to say, hey, look at my mom's dumb living room. Isn't she silly? Nobody goes in this stupid room. How stupid is she? You know what, though?
0: (laughs) I got got a thought because we never see that area when they're filming Viva La Bam. Do you think there was like an agreement between Bam and his mom? Like, look. I know that I'm an asshole, and I'm going to do my thing. There's here's one area of the house that we are literally not allowed to touch. This is yours. This is because he. I don't think they ever do. I don't think they go in there and mess with it. It seems like her little bastion, her safe haven within the house.
1: Yeah, I don't think that would work because I think if you told Bam like this place means a lot to me, he would want to fuck with it (laughs) more. Especially as the seasons went on. You know what I mean? True. What about Phil? Phil and the fucking shitter. That's if there's no safe space like being in the shitter fucking that's nothing's
2: true. off the fucking that's table true. Let's be honest. that's true okay All good right. point good a little, point. little case study then here a little case study hey Dude, how about a little uh, said, how about chris. an
0: appearance by uh by uh glorine eh? a jen Ravel, aka glow oh, from haggard
2: there you go oh yep. fuck listen yeah. to last week's episode by the way before i get into our case study of bam margera here i gotta say that if you haven't listened to haggard go listen to it it's last week but chris did such a good job of selling that he liked the movie that I'm still not really sure if he actually liked the movie, but I was listening back and I will say there was this one part where he said, yeah, the wire is not as good as this. And I thought, <laughs> nah, he's full of shit. He is on that part, on that, on that part. part, but
0: the
1: rest of it, it was, it was fucking good. i man. I'll, I did, got to did see-, see someone commented on her our, on our Instagram. She was like, I literally watch this movie every week. It's like a back safe space background noise. I I could not believe you, it. you like, have
0: Yo. no idea. I could <laughs> I couldn't tell if people were fucking with us, but like. They came out in droves. People were very upset on TikTok about how much we were dragging this movie. Like I didn't like, drag it, though. That's
1: why I'm the fucking hero. You of know? course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I fucking was, saw
1: this one coming a while. Mile people away. People Just constantly I mean? saying, like,
0: you don't get it. Oh, you took it seriously. You have no sense of humor. And I'm like, no, it just wasn't funny. Like, I just uh, I t- yeah. for the life of me, I can't tell if this is people going so far the other way just to mess with me. But it seems like Haggard fans are coming out of the woodwork and it's it's scaring me
2: that's fair Uh, you go listener you go and listen if you haven't or give it a re-listen and let us know was chris full of shit that's all i really want to know there you go because if he's selling that is some hard fucking selling man (laughs) you should go work in the wwe or something because uh you got the gift now all right we gotta get back to cribs bam margera a little case study here like i said did you guys notice this next scene is very there's something strange something peculiar here they're in the kitchen and uh All I can think is when Bam says, let's uh, make fun of my mom here because she bought a $90 teapot. Look, it's got the price tag right on the bottom. I'm just thinking, Bam, is is that you? Well, it appears, boys, that what may have happened is that a sentient alien creature may have commandeered the body of Bam Margera and is putting in a sizable effort to fool us into thinking that the real Bam Margera doesn't fuck around when it comes to tea time. Because (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but Bam is way off this whole episode i don't know who this person is you
0: know what i gotta i I agree with you man this is not the bam margera that we know this is this Ah. is non-character bam and i love it i honestly like he is he's a little bit more reserved is this is already after jackass the movie came out you can tell because he's got the movie poster hanging up in his in his editing room but he's so sincere and a little sweet and he's He's kind of dropping the facade a little bit, and I really, I, I had to know it. I'm like, I'm falling over, like, I'm falling in love with Bam Margera all over again, and it feels fucking great.
1: That's funny you guys say that, because I couldn't disagree, or I couldn't, yeah, disagree more. Like, everything about this entire episode, you know, Steve-O, it showed Steve-O in a time capsule at that time. It showed every aspect of him, you know, to the point that you're like... When I remember watching it when I was a kid, being like, "There's no, this is all staged," and now we know after the fact, clearly none of this was staged. Bam is still there; he's showing off his fucking cars, his fancy shit. Bam's always going to be the guy that's more vain and more into that type of stuff. And yeah, maybe he wasn't as ego-driven as he got later on, but that's because this is still relatively new. They haven't even really—they probably haven't even got many of their checks yet from the movie. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like the, it is the start of it, but you definitely see that start. Like he's the only guy there in this entire thing who's trying to show off the other guys are trying to show no, up for sure how, how much of like dirtbags AR I, you know? I think
0: it's just that he may not have the cockiness that he developed eventually like and, and not cockiness in a negative way it's just the character that he eventually you know became there is an element of like a kid at show and tell here like uh, over here I've got this fu- I don't know you may find it sweet it's my wall of skateboards every time I break a skateboard <laughs> I just come here grab a skateboard and I jump on this one's my favorite it's pink but pink is a pretty cool color or is it no I don't really know like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It just seems like he's (laughs) not quite there, but it's very endearing and I really like it.
2: Yeah, we do get a roll down the stairs. He does like a a, a fall down the stairs, like a stuntman thing, you know, because that felt like bam. I was like, okay, now he's kind of putting it on a little bit more, but you're right. There's like a bam and development feel going on here. It's kind of strange. He's in and out, but he does go to visit Phil. We should stop here real quick to talk (laughs) about this. He goes into his office, Phil's doing his tax shit. And uh, he asks him, how much is in my bank account? To which Phil responds, quarter of a mill which i was talking to you before we started mikey about this yeah. that knowing who bam is and the success he's about to go on to from this point a quarter of a mill seems like nothing it it's actually surprising to hear it that it does
0: it does seem especially given the fact that he's got like four or five cars out front right you now he's got the big house that's that probably he's for. that that why he's only got 250 no you're probably right that's he probably possible, doesn't yeah. want more than that in his in his bag
1: keep in mind he was big into skateboarding i don't know if it was around this time or a little bit before i'm assuming it was a little bit before um and he his his deck is one of the highest selling decks if not the highest selling deck of all time yeah and so he the royalties you get i think it's like three dollars per deck he sold like i can't see i think most of this money wasn't even from jackass yet this is from his skateboarding career which only got even further later on but he definitely uh definitely knew how to spend compared to the other guys as yeah see the i think that was month. also He's part of this it.
0: brand right yeah, yeah like floyd yeah. mayweather like you spend to show you have to make it seem like you have more but in He's spending, basically like less. this
1: the first version of like all these internet what are they called uh, like the influence influencers influence things, and things like that. Yeah. yeah, they fucking yeah. spend all this money to show that they have money and then they're actually broke as fuck but be it showing that they have money in turn creates
2: more yeah wealth yeah. and prosperity it does it's feel like weird there's a model of that I got um, that it was great you a fight too though a classic Sorry, yes. Mike, you were yeah. No. Something.
0: No. It was great. It was like it, he goes straight into. He's like. He's like. How much money do I have? This much. Okay. Time to beat up my dad again. It was like. Yeah. It's just the the same old feels that you get. Um. But I got to say, the one thing that I think this episode got wrong. Is I wanted a full episode of Cribs on Rab himself's hobbit hole in the basement. I, I, oh, read, yeah, I yeah, yeah. so much more of that. That thing was Let's fucking hilarious, that. and I didn't realize this, but the reason he had to move into a little like literally behind the furnace, it looks like where oh, uh, where where deco.
2: Sorry, no, I just got to say you said behind the furnace, but it it really appears like they had to peel back the drywall and shimmy in between the inner cavity of the house to get there. It's the most ridiculous thing. That's
0: the kind of place you have in your house that you you've been living there for 20 years and don't even realize it exists. And you find out when you realize a homeless person's been living in there like the fucking movie Parasite or something like that. Like he's he's in there and the reason he had to go live in there is because he kept kissing the bed in the guest room, which is and he's and bands like my parents just got too upset, so there's a little piss caught here that he could piss it all he wants. That's so fucking funny. Also, I'm pretty sure that area is where Deco filmed his scientist scenes from. Hundred percent, yeah,
1: hundred percent. And oh, even yeah. down there, the speaking you. Haggard, you, the, the arcade that was yes. uh, naked, yes. naked. What's his face? House, naked Dave make it dave's house yeah make it
0: dave and you got in the background you got rake and uh and deco just playing video games like barely paying any attention to the fact that there's there's cameras there which you know foreshadowing deco's eventual <laughs> and rake's eventual kind of like pulling away from the jackass crew to do their own thing you know they the camera's there they don't really care they want to play their games and do their own thing it was kind of mm-hmm. nice
2: yeah, yeah. um dark and dank down there baby
0: did you guys Uh, notice uh rab's (laughs) only decoration in his little hobbit hole was just like a tampa bay lightning cutout and a cky poster like just randomly
1: i can't (laughs) believe you even decorate that little hobbit hole. Like, what's the point i guess you got to make your home home, it it looks so
0: cozy i have a guest room in my condo that is just a little shithole that i just store a bunch of stuff in and i sleep in there sometimes yeah, that's or where downstairs one. Yeah, that's yeah, the downstairs one, and that's where <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I I sleep there a lot now because it's just dirty and out of the way, and just like I feel like a little shameful troll when I Easy sleep there. It feels great. Steve?
2: <laughs> Steve, 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 yeah. who directed Balls Girls,
0: Balls Girls. Hey, well done, well done.
2: <laughs> oh God, yeah, and I mean. He's got a little bit more in the basement there, too. I mean, he's got a quarter pipe that he's built down there for when it rains, he says. Smaller than what you're probably picturing if you haven't seen the episode. I think Bam is still kind of getting the hang of, hey, you know, building ramps indoors could be a thing. Like, go watch that Viva La Bam episode we covered where he's got the whole house converted. It's nothing like that. But um, he does want to take us outside after this and look at his car collection. Look, guys, I've got a Ferrari Medina. And, uh, he says every time he goes to the 7-Eleven, old dudes come up, probably, like, with a half chubby, just asking him about, like, how things are going, you know, how the timing belt works, all that shit, um, what you'd expect. We end with Bam in the backyard on his mini-ramp, which he cites as a six-foot ramp, but it's an East Coast six-foot ramp, which is a seven-foot ramp. What the fuck is going on here? Just... (laughs) It's a fucking metric system. Or something. I like I the that. Fuck's I like here. that.
0: It's just a little bit of it because then he, he ends it with something like, a, and now I'm here stuck with an oversized mini ramp. What am I to do? And then he just oh, started. I was
2: like,
1: that was kind of yeah. funny. A whatever nice little the fuck. I want whatever, whatever the, the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well done.
2: Okay. Um. But before we move on to the next part here, we are going to jump. I just want to go back to the bedroom for one second, boys, because I do have a question for both of you. Bam's room. Okay, first question. You notice the bug netting, right, over the bed? Yes. He's got, like, this bug netting hanging down. Okay, so I'm wondering, is this pod person, Bam Margera, remember, alien takeover, uh-huh. uh, he also seems to think maybe that human beings sleep with mosquito netting to protect them from, presumably, Inside? the lizard people. Do you know, do you know why he's the, the netting? Because, what? I, you're, because... you're not going to let me go on about the lizard oh, people? sorry, sorry, oh, yeah, 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 yeah go, go on, go on. No, well, uh, you know, Jesse the Body Ventura would be ashamed of you for... Uh, <laughs> how dare oh, you trust me i know all about the reptilians i'm all into that the shit reptilians. man like the thing i'm saying is the netting is to keep the reptilians away at night because i right. mean we know that the aliens have come to this planet to wrestle control of the population from the lizard people. So the mosquito netting is there to confuse them. You know, they get trapped in there. It gets sure. all stuck to your skin, throws off their fine motor control. Chris, go ahead. Uh, the netting's actually there because
1: uh, sometimes Don Vito stays there and he tracks a lot of flies. Hi, oh, shit, go. he's well kind of like a lizard person himself. If you take a closer look, <laughs> true. More like a fucking hippopotamus person. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that one. Coming up Guys, next. Can we get on t- the, my favorite thing. This is what I love about okay. this fucking episode. It is just, <laughs> it just made me so happy. Okay. Fucking Chris Bonnius. Do no. we need any more? Re- Ryan oh. Dunn. We there, still have Ryan Dunne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
2: yeah,
1: you're yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah.
2: But we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll let you intro that one. How about? Yeah, okay. That can be all yours, baby. Uh, coming up next, though, we do have a two-bed, one-bath to visit. And I don't. you guys probably noticed this. When he opens the door, he says, I'm Ryan Dunn. Like he carries around a recording, like a yak back of him that just plays... I'm Ryan Dunn for various scenarios. (laughs) I swear he was about to add on. And this is corn sledding. Yeah, honestly, but he does.
0: He's very clearly comfortable in front of the camera right now. This is like peak Ryan Dunn. He's so cool and calm. Like this is right as he figured out his character, his I don't give a shit character. And he's finally made it believable because there's a point where he's trying to be cool and I don't believe it. And this is really the moment when he takes that shift into the Ryan Dunn that we know and love. Uh, but clearly when he answers the door, he's also hung over as fuck. Like he looks so hung over or he's just still grieving the loss of glory and one, one or the other. We're not, we're not too sure about that.
2: <laughs> What's your guys opinion on the pool table in the main entrance? Is that like a real, you know, bachelor move? Would you guys do a pool table in the, I in the fucking main love entrance?
1: it. Love I it. love it. I just it. wouldn't
2: use it for bills. I got to actually play pool on it. And yeah, why he does he have a gun on bills it? Bills Did
0: No one paid attention to the fact that there was a gun on the pool table.
2: Well, he just broke up with Glorin, so yeah, true. He was he was sh- putting Ooh,
0: that, in his mouth, so little, just so he could feel something. You mean? What's wrong
2: with the gun uh, on the pool dark. table? It's a little dark. Uh,
0: what's wrong with it? G- well, first of all, it's hard to play pool when there's a gun on the pool table. Secondly, you, don't you have a gun stand? Uh, what do you? It's somewhere clearly, better to put the gun? No,
2: because it's it, it, okay. you've you've never
1: yeah, played. You gun don't get it, before. Mikey. We all have yeah. guns, gun saves, yeah, You're but we also out. have areas that we keep them. Because it takes too long to get into a fucking gun safe. And That's what's the true. fucking point? You know That's what I mean? That's
2: true. That's true. All right. All right. But yeah, he's got guns. He's got bills on there. He complains about having to lick the envelopes to mail the bills. Don't you guys just hate having to do that? What a pain in the ass. That right? was a fun way. I, I did my finger in water. Oh,
0: really? Uh, I
1: will not lick an envelope. Not. I a like of the taste. Sponge.
0: I like the taste of envelope. what if someone it's accident like what if someone
1: tried to scam you and put acid on the envelope and then you just tripped out for a day? That's, well, what my Chris, that's
0: a risk I'm willing to take. I got to be honest with okay. you. I thought about it a lot. I've weighed the pros and cons. Uh, I've I've studied the percentages and I'm uh, I'm going to continue licking and you can't stop me.
2: They should uh, okay. they should really make that a chicken wing flavor, you know? envelope envelope, honestly i mean they've already done dill pickle (laughs) or a jelly bean flavor
0: or something like that i guarantee you that would be that would take off
2: no i was saying like coat the chicken wings in the glue from the envelopes i think you're going the other way with it okay yeah he's saying we're all chicken wings envelope flavor not
1: make the envelopes chicken wing flavor no
0: no that's what i mean as well i'm like i'm like Uh, make jelly beans as well because you know jelly beans have like butter flavor and stuff like that oh i see like envelope flavor jelly beans yeah yeah, yeah.
2: i just want to make sure we're all clear on that that's all yeah it's very important to get straight (laughs) Listen, he's got a family room And Justin is his family He says, Justin thinks I'm gonna go gay someday But I don't have the heart to tell him
0: this oh, is very awesome. 90s early 2000s mtv that is the most early 2000s mtv comment anyone has ever made he thinks i'm going to go gay for him but i'm not going to do that that's it's just very i'm surprised they didn't follow it's that like, up with i'm surprised they didn't follow that up with like a wah, 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 guitar riff before going downstairs <laughs> and like that that <laughs> speed up fast motion like time to go to the basement <laughs> here we go <laughs>
2: Man, you got this down on lock. Holy shit. <laughs> it was that uh, Tim and Eric skit that completely mm-hmm. fucked up the whole
1: fucking chemistry. Because <laughs> he didn't even realize it that much until then. And once again, you're yes. like, I can never look at this to say...
0: Um why does Ryan Dunn live in this hobbit hole? he lives like he lives like if if Rob himself had like the equivalent of a double wide compared to what Rob himself lives in. It's just like it's that. It's like Trailer Park Boys like, Yeah, exactly. It's like the it's Trailer like,
1: Park Boys where it's like I'm getting the double wide trailer. And like fucking Ricky saves yeah. up all his money to get the double wide trailer and then he fucking ends up having to kiss Lahey's ass or some shit cuz he spent the money on the books for his daughter. Yeah. It was a very <laughs> sentimental moment. One of yeah, one of those great moments in Trailer Park Boys history.
0: Chris gets very sentimental when he sees one guy kiss another guy's asshole it's just something that always sticks Not out asshole, to it, ass
1: cheek. it reminds me of oh. Vince McMahon in the Attitude Era too. <laughs> oh yeah the yes. kiss my ass club oh <laughs> Yeah. that's amazing what kind of fucking asshole boss like you're on know. tv and you have to do this like that is pure for his own ego Bec- because he definitely literally did it because he wanted people boss. to yeah yes. he wanted people to be like oh look what i can make you do
0: and it's funny that that wasn't the
1: thing that canceled him it, like it, 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 it was funny he wore the world- a while he was doing it too yes. which is the fucking weirdest <laughs> fucking shit ever <laughs> well no that's
0: the because they couldn't show it a full ass on TV, right? right. Just the visual of right. Vince McMahon, yeah.
1: like this old man wearing a thong, getting another man to kiss his ass on TV. That's that was amazing.
0: Um, this, the, but, honestly, uh, this, this portion, the Ryan Dunn portion was, was fun, but a little disappointing. Cause I guess he just literally didn't have that much to show. And maybe Justin was like, I don't want you like Justin. Holy shit. When they show him on the couch, like he wants nothing to do with this. He's hung over as fuck as well. They clearly yeah. were partying up until the moment the Cribs crew came uh, maybe they just got home from Steve-O's place. I don't know. Uh, but there's like nothing in the basement apart from a fucking closet that he found oh. in an alleyway and brought home. But what's I mean, it's in not that a closet. closet it's like a locker. It- like, what are yeah. you doing,
1: Dunn? Just, it just goes to show like every single one of these segments to me really highlights exactly the core of these people, who they are, who they were before things came up. And we get to like compare to see nowadays, like, how much did they stay on their path? Like, True. this is the, the best glimpse we're ever going to get into their lives because it showed what they did right when they got a bit of money and a bit of fame. And some of them didn't want to do much. Some of them want to do a lot more. And I just, I just love that we get to see this snapshot into
2: these people.
0: Yeah. Cause all, oh, all yeah. Ryan Dunn did was, was get himself like a 1994 Audi. Uh, you know like yeah, yeah it's, and that's it um, I, maybe it. he just legitimately didn't have money yet you know we said maybe he didn't get the checks from jackass we know that the jackass crew really didn't pay them that much anyway so it's possible that he was still just kind of living in squalor at this point which is which is yeah. mess but you know not not quite as bad as uh as the person we're going to get into uh, into next unless you guys have some more thoughts on ryan dunn
2: uh, real quick, I will just say that I was so surprised to see that he had that 90 CS Quattro as he calls it, the Audi. Yeah. And he says, I'm wondering like, how does he have such a nice car? And then he says, well, it pretty much smells like piss in there. And I went, ah, yep, there <laughs> it, it is. It's it the goes BO perfect. car
0: from Seinfeld.
2: Yeah. It goes perfect <laughs> with his, uh, stitched together fur coat. That's I can only assume is a, a mix of raccoon, marmot and lemur. Uh, yeah, it looks that pretty, that
0: probably hit the nail on the head to be honest.
2: It's pretty haggard looking coat. I do say my, so myself. Now, guys, I want Chris to take the reins on this next one, but I do have to ask you before we get into it: What's your take on tiny houses, showering in the kitchen, pooping next to your double bed? Chris, what do you think on this one?
1: Uh, if 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 you could shower, shit, and cook at the same time, man, you fucking got life down. You know, you, you're you're hitting three bird. You're you're getting three birds stoned with one rock. You know.
0: That is Thanks, the Ricky. longest walk to get to that saying that I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that is the biggest. Speaking of Trailer Park Boys, the biggest Rickyism you've ever said. You're getting three birds stoned with one rock. Amazing. I they, love that it. is from
1: Ricky. Something. Oh, like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally fucking stole that, but uh, uh, I thought it was fitting because you know the segue with the other Trailer Park Boys comment. Yeah. You know, I th- I'm, I'm deep. Like I, I write You're this already. shit. I come up with <laughs> these things very deep. People just uh-huh. think I'm stupid, but I fucking well thought out. Yeah, I mean and I'll
0: say that to all of our listeners. Stop saying publicly, often, <laughs> that Chris is stupid. Stop it. He's not that dumb. He not is capable dumb. of hearing other jokes and repeating them.
2: <laughs> Chris, tell us about Chris Guys. Pontius's luxury apartment. It just it's just Pontius, man.
1: He's just you, you want you wanna if you ever need any excuse to to like him even more, watch this episode. He's just him at his core he lives in his fucking van and i thought when i was watching this this had to be uh, the first time i thought this had to be like a like a show for the cameras then you know steve talks about the bet him and ponny has had where they're like we're gonna see who can stay homeless the longest um basically fuck different girls every night and do whatever <laughs> they did so that they they wouldn't have to get a place steve quickly said i was a drug addict i needed a drug den it's not very convenient to be a drug addict and not have a home right steve O's spot so this is all holding very true. Bonnie is just living there. He's got his fucking van and he's just so happy. Everything about him is happy. You know what I mean? He seems like it. At first I
0: was like, Oh, the poor guy. But then I'm like, I mean, he definitely would have had enough money to buy a slightly better truck if he wanted, but I just think he doesn't care about material possessions unless it's his guitar, which we'll get into later. But like, (laughs) here's the one thing I'll say. Yes, he's probably happy, but we asked a long time ago. I think it was when we were doing Wild Boys or maybe even Jackass season three or something on this podcast months ago. We said, who do we think the worst smelling member of Jackass is? I think we have our answer now. It's got to be Pontius. That I just by looking at that material of the of the 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 truck that he's living in I can get the scent of what his car smells like that hot fabric that's just been like <laughs> cooking in 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 summer heat and, puked and then
1: on multiple and puked times. on
0: I just now I know what he smells like and I I cringe a little bit but see, everything else I, about it I'm I I'm love I, I love think, to see how happy I think I think he, he is.
1: smells fucking del- like very good I feel like every night he picks up a new chick And he doesn't just like go and have sex with them and go down. He's doing fun things like being in a bubble bath, like doing whipped cream, ice cream off each other. You know what I mean? He's probably got one of those like little girls wrap their fucking hair with the towel (laughs) fucking comes out with fucking flip flops on. So he is getting good showers every night. In fact, he's getting scrubbed down in bubble baths by beautiful women. Do you think it smell bad?
0: Do you think Chris Pontius wears uh, a towel over his tits? Hundred percent. hundred percent he wraps it around all the way, all up. The way up over yeah. his head. With the thing yeah. on his head yes. and fucking
1: flip flops on. And painted yeah, yeah.
0: toenails and just bones yeah. it. Yeah. Not
1: yeah, not like the flip flops, but like the stripper ones with the fur. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he tries to skateboard in lighter.
2: Yeah, exactly. Is it uh is it just a tell of our age that I I felt bad, like I felt I felt pain internally when he said that he puked on his CDs last night, his CD collection. Oh, <laughs> like it hurt a little bit because I know how expensive they were back then. And to puke on your CDs, I don't know.
0: And especially because they get into the cracks of the jewel case. Like, yeah, you can't, that you can't throw up on your Spotify. You know, every time you open that some 41 album, it's going to wreak a little bit of puke because there are just those crevices in that jewel case you can't get into.
1: But for yeah, some music that it. might set the mood. Mm hmm. Okay. You know, a That's little beer puke stain smell and just really puts you back in that spot where you really want to listen to that good music, you know. yeah, a scratch and sniff. Uh do he's you got guys,
0: the,
2: Sorry, Mike. No,
0: there. I think you're about to say that the cross hanging in the rearview mirror <laughs> yeah, that he's got, got and it, yeah. and he said it, it he tries to do it because a lot of thieves work crosses or, or religious so maybe it'd keep them out. And he said it doesn't really work. <laughs> I was thinking if only crosses worked on pedophiles, the Catholic Church would be a much better place, but they haven't figured that out either yet, so. <sighs>
2: Maybe they could try, uh, I don't know, garlic Garlic with the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, fuck. No, you just give all the priests a bunch of garlic
1: uh, so the kids don't want to go near them. True, yeah. Hey,
2: or give the kids breath. the
0: garlic.
1: You're welcome. You know, I'm Catholic sure if they're fucking shirts. kids, they don't give a fuck about a little bit of garlic. That's yet, in probably true,
2: actually. It's fucking yeah. sick fucks. But hey, speaking of sick, sick fucks, uh, this sick fucks, got a party in the usa g-string in the back let's go take a closer (laughs) look at that he says it makes your wiener look awesome and uh speaking of this this guy's got his he says his closet which is just his backpack like he's got so many wigs and costumes in there like does he do kids parties on the side fucking
0: jackass costume department follows him around in his place that's that's crazy
2: i i love how you get the insight
1: where like you you assume like you know jackass a big production they have like a area where they have like the costumes and shit okay you wear this try this for this set no this is all of them everything that they've worn is what they were gonna wear anyways yeah and it's just like such good insight into the whole thing like i don't know man
0: i i love that and i i love that within his costume department which is what i'll call it it's just in the trunk of his truck uh he has the bag of g-strings and i can't believe (laughs) he missed because what do you know cribs for there's one line everyone uses This is where the magic happens. This is where the magic happens. And he has a bag of sexy G-strings and he doesn't use it on that bag. I was so bummed out by that. That is actually where the magic happens. And he forgot to say it.
2: Yeah. Likely all unwashed G-strings too. I can only imagine. I don't think he he said, he explicitly said
0: none of them have ever been watched. Oh,
2: dude. Uh, We got to talk real quickly about Chris's attempt to skate here. He jumps on a skateboard because after all, the jackass fans are all skaters. we got to get some sick skate tricks in here. Chris, why don't you name some of the skate tricks we saw in this portion of the video? Ah, <laughs> oh, we saw a little uh, 360 doop-de-doo, a um, couple,
1: you know, varial heel flip body twists. No, uh, actually, it was
0: a varial high
1: heel flip body twist. Exactly. Oh, sorry, that that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: you could have just said uh, a high heel flip. That's thats what I thought he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, nonetheless.
0: It was honestly. I don't think I could stand on a skateboard with high heels on, and I couldn't stand in regular
1: life. You know when you like, when your mom brings in groceries and you got to (laughs) fucking, you don't want to fucking put on your shoes, so you just put on whatever fucking shoes are at the (laughs) door. And sometimes you got one heel on and one flip flop, and you're like, how the fuck do girls walk in this shit? I thought
0: you meant shoes and skateboard aside, you just have trouble standing in life. Oh yeah, (laughs) too. Tracks,
1: tracks.
2: (laughs) that definitely had a couple years like that. Yeah. Um, So yeah to wrap it up the gym inspiration chippendale photos pasted on the side of the truck (laughs) <laughs> time to work out but pontius is only interested in one type of workout isn't that right mikey
0: it's the butt workout and uh, boy does it work i i will say for a guy who just doesn't go to the gym instead found a barbell in the bottom of a sunken swimming pool like I, I he's in surprisingly good shape it's the rustiest barbell i've ever seen you get tetanus just by by doing a squat but like he looks good for someone who just uses that barbell to do whatever it is that, that he wants to do right he's in pretty good shape
2: you betcha. Well, it's time to head off into Chris's backyard and get the guitar out. Let's let's go write some songs, shall we, guys? We've got a nice bench overlooking the city. <laughs> and I think if you look real close, we can see where Johnny Knoxville wowed us all for the first time and made history with one of the greatest <laughs> jackass stunts of all time, the LA, the LA River. River roller jump. <laughs> um, the memories, boys, the memories. This song that Pawnee has placed for the outro. This is a real fucking hit right here. And I, I would request, Mikey, if it's convenient or if the algorithm lets you do it, could we go out on I let my mustache do the talking today? I think I, I'll see if
0: YouTube will let us upload that. But that would be a fun way. If nothing else, I will play some of the clip. It, and when Jay, when you say that, and by the way, Jay logged into our, our session here with I let my mustache do the talking as his name, which is well done. Top notch. Um. I, I think the funniest thing about this is uh it seems like he's just making a joke, right? Like he's just singing a song, but he finishes the first bar or something. And you can tell one of the camera people uh tries to start uh clapping or something. And he looks so upset at the guy for interrupting him before he's done the song. He's like, <laughs> he puts his hand up. He's like, and then he kind of gives like a frustrated laugh at it. It was like, <laughs> he, clearly he cares about this song. Like, and then, you know what? It's pretty good. I'd, I'd put that on my mini disc player, given this came out in 2002
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that pretty much takes us away. We got a nice little montage. One last look at the uh, Toyota Tacoma. And it's a little sentimental. And then we roll credits. And that is the end. And I think the only time Jackass has appeared on MTV Cribs. So that's it, boys. We wrapped her up. What did you think of this edition of Cribs?
0: You know what? I, I loved it. I, I thought this was, like Chris said, a great insight into each of the the Jackass members. I think that they all had their own unique style that was uh, uh, what you would expect while also giving a bit more insight into the rest of their personalities, man. I, I fucking loved it. I, I had such a blast. I, I'm almost sad that we don't get another one of these with every other member of Jackass.
1: Yeah, I loved every bit of it. It just it was a time capsule, you know, going back. And I remember watching it when it first came out and watching it again. Now I just have so much more appreciation for it. It it was it was just fun man. It just light fun, quick, easy. Exactly
2: what I like in Jackass. 100%. I would like to take a shower now if that's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing will make me feel more gross than that Steve O tour. Um, And nothing made me feel more sad than watching these guys just throw themselves downstairs over banisters into TVs. Remember when we could do that with our bodies and we didn't risk being (laughs) out on the couch for like two months? It really actually legitimately bummed me out seeing that.
2: Yeah, the days, boys, the days. But those days are long behind us, much like this episode. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Jackass. As always, find us on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at Jackassed.com pod and uh come say hi let us know what you thought of this if you saw it if you haven't watched it yet like mikey said check out youtube it's on there for free so you can uh yeah it's like a quick 20 minutes
1: watch it before the episode i i mean me telling you to watch it after the end of this episode probably doesn't make much (laughs) sense but still
0: worth it it. and we'll link to it in the item description you know what watch it and then listen to this again to get that extra Mm -hmm.
2: insight Uh uh-huh oh by the way mike you might have to edit this out but i'm gonna ask anyway did we get any comments for the haggard i know we we were going to take comments on that but we uh, we did but
0: they were primarily all just like tiktok telling us that uh that we were
2: wrong so uh if you want to see all the comments you
0: can you can uh uh, find us over on tiktok at jackass pod um and then you know we got a couple a couple emails and stuff like that that uh all just basically covered the fact that we were wrong about how seriously we took haggard which i still don't know if you guys are joking
1: (laughs) you guys Wrong.
2: Yeah. Well all right, fuck it. I'm done. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth.
0: Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this is where the magic happens. Ooh.
2: I, like I left my mustache do the donkey.
1: Ooh. I let my mustache the... Ooh. So good, huh?
2: Furnished by Sad Styles Productions Get into it